0: Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at GlobalPropheticCenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God of God. I'm here in South Florida. Where are you? Make sure you let me know. But you know where to find me on Sundays, every Sunday, Awakening House of Prayer is where I'll be. We have two church services, 1047 a.m. and 1:30 p.m. I'm ministering two different messages every week, two different prophetic worship experiences, and two different encounters with God. We're there pressing in with you every week, laying hands on you, casting out devils. Hey, God is there. South Florida, where are you? Come on. If you're not in the region, you can watch the first service online at ahop.online A H O P dot Online. If you are not in the region, the second service is only available through schoolofthespirit.tv. Why? Because it's schoolofthespirit at ahop. We still worship, we still lay hands, we still cast out devils, we still prophesy. But we go deeper into training mode so that you can live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Go over there to schoolofthespirit.tv, schoolofthespirit.tv. The latest, greatest series that's starting is called Activating the Nine Gifts of the Spirit. Make sure you use your special code, my gift to you. The code is mornings for anything over there that you want to take. I encourage you to get equipped. Today's devotion is from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled, listen, don't enter the battlefields I have not called you to. Oh, what? Don't enter battlefields I haven't called you to. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Stop standing in gaps that I have not called you to stand in. Hmm. Get off the walls I have not called you to stand on. For you're taking on warfare and you're taking on enemy fire that I have not called you to sustain. Although I am with you and I love you, I've not called you to fight every battle, says the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. Don't allow soulish compassion to move you. Let my compassion move you. Jesus did only what he saw the father do. He could have done many things. He could have gone here, there, and everywhere, but he only did what he saw the father do. Let me lead you into battle, says the spirit of the living God. Come on, come on, come on. Are you fighting a battle he's not called you to fight? There won't be grace for it if you do. John 5, 19, 2 Corinthians 2, 14, 1 Samuel 30, verse 8 are the scripture references for today. Now the prayer starter and the decree from the devotional, Father, I don't want to fight battles you've not called me to fight. Help me avoid stepping into the middle of a fray that will bring unnecessary warfare into my life. I decree God has given my enemies into my hand on the battlefield onto which I'm called to run. I declare I walk into servant in the war. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we give you praise and honor and glory today. You are good. You are a good, good father. There's no darkness in you. You are pure light, pure holiness, pure love, pure peace, pure joy. And you've given us all of these things as our portion as we walk this earth, as we walk around this world. We're not in the world, but we're, we're we're not of the world, but we're in the world. And you've given us grace to be in the world. You've given us peace despite our temporary citizenship in the world. We're really citizens of heaven, but we're sojourners in the earth. We're walking around this world, this dark world, this evil world. We're walking around and the enemy is walking around roaming about like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. We're walking and the enemy's walking. We're walking and the enemy's walking. We're walking around this world trying to make our way through, trying to come up under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, and yet the enemy is also walking. He's roaming. He's searching for someone to devour. So, Father, would you help us to walk circumspectly? Your word tells us to walk circumspectly, to walk carefully, to walk with caution, to walk with our eyes open, to walk with our ears open, to walk with such a sensitivity to your spirit that if the enemy begins to walk too close, we are alerted, we are aware, we are ready, we are armed for battle. We're going to win. We're going to push back. We're going to overcome Father help us to walk worthy of our calling help us to walk in the spirit help us to put on Christ in this world. We are in the world but we're not of the world. Help us Lord to, tr- to to renew our mind with the word be not transformed to the to the ways of the world, to the modes of the world, to the means of the world to the to the methods of the world God our minds have been bombarded. For years and years and years, our minds have been bombarded. They're being bombarded every day with worldly notions, with worldly suggestions, with worldly operations. God, we don't want to be led and influenced by the spirit of the world, the spirit of the age. Lord, we resist, we reject the spirit of the world. It leads us into temptation. It leads us out of your will. It leads us somewhere that we don't really want to go. The cost is too high to walk out of your will and into the world. Lord, we don't want to live like some carnal Christians who have one foot in the church and one foot in the world. God, would you help us to firmly plant both of our feet in your word? not in the world, in your word, which brings life in your word, which brings strength in your word, which brings comfort in your word, which brings wisdom. Lord, we want to plant our feet there. We want to begin our day walking in the word, walking in your spirit, walking in your love, walking in your truth. God, there's an enemy walking. There's an enemy roaming around. There's an enemy prancing about and he's seeking someone to devour. So, Father, would you help us to walk so carefully, to walk with such wisdom, to walk not with a paranoia, but with a discernment, to walk with our eyes wide open, to walk in such a way that we're sensitive to the spiritual atmospheres around us. We're sensitive to the words in the atmosphere that have come to dismantle our blessing. God, would you help us today to see clearly, And when we walk circumspectly, we'll see clearly. When we walk carefully, we'll see clearly. Help us, Lord, to redeem the time because the days are evil. To be careful where we walk, where we spend our time, where we give our mind over. Help us, Jesus. We praise you and we thank you. We praise you and we thank you. Wash us with the water of your word. Help us to see what we haven't seen before. We don't know what we don't know. And we can't see what we can't see. But we know that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So strengthen us, Lord, for the battle that you've called us to fight. We all have our individual battles. There's the corporate battle of the church, the epic battle between good and evil, We know the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church that Jesus is building. But then we have our own personal battles, Lord. We've got battles on two fronts. We're part of the the army of God, soldiers in the army of God. And you've equipped us for that epic war. Then we've got these individual battles on a daily basis, these little ants that spoil our picnics, these little foxes that spoil our vines, these principalities that influence our minds, try to get us to quit, to give up, to back down, to run away. Father, would you help us to gird up the loins of our minds? Like Peter told us, like Peter warned us, gird up the loins of our minds to make sure that we are thinking the right thoughts so that we can say the right words, so that we can receive. Receive the right things into our life and shut out the demonic assignments and agendas. God, would you help us? The battle really is in the mind. Help us discern because it's so subtle. Help us discern because it's so subtle. Help us discern because it is so subtle. The thoughts that the enemy injects into our souls. They're not always blaring, blazing, loud voices. The serpent was craftier than any other creature in the garden. He was sneaky. He was subtle. He was clever. The serpent was subtle. He was sneaky. He was clever. He was crafty in the garden, and he's crafty in our garden. So help us, Lord, to discern the words of the enemy and to break agreement with them, to not even give ear to them. God, forgive us for giving ear to the enemy. Father, forgive us for giving ear to the enemy, Jesus. We gave the enemy our ear, and then he got in our mind, and now he's trying to get into our heart. God, would you help us? Forgive us for giving our ear to the enemy. Forgive us, God, for giving our ear. Come on, we're staying right here for a minute. Forgive us, Lord, for giving our ear to the enemy. Huh. We gave ear to him. We were not careful how we listened. Jesus said, be careful how you listen. We were negligent in discerning the snake in our garden. We gave our ear to the enemy over and over and over until he renewed our mind to a lie. We gave our ear over to the enemy over and over till we forgot what you told us in the past season. We forgot all about the promises of God, which are yes and amen. We became so hyper-focused on the problem that we forgot that there's a solutionist named Jesus, the way of escape, the all-wise one, the almighty one, the all-knowing one who could step into our circumstances to interrupt the enemy's plans. We didn't turn to you. In the midst of the mind battle, we didn't run to you. In the midst of the war, the thought war, we didn't incline our ear to you, but we kept listening to the enemy. We gave our ear to the enemy, and he took it. And he began to minister to us. (laughs) The enemy began to minister to our souls, words of failure, words of falling, words of death, instead of words of life. And we allowed the enemy to continue to minister to our souls. He ministered discouragement. He ministered failure. He ministered depression. He ministered anxiety. We gave him our ear, and that is what we got in return, a mind full of lies. Forgive us, Lord, for giving our ear to the enemy. He ministered to us through our ear gate. He whispered in our ear thoughts of, inadequacies, thoughts of insecurity, thoughts of defeat, thoughts of failure, just want to give up, I'm so weary. These are the thoughts, the subtle words of the enemy, the ministry of the wicked one being threefold to steal, kill, and destroy. He ministered destruction to our homes, to our finances, to our marriages. He ministered a derailment. He ministered lies, and we gave him our ear. His lies renewed our mind. God, would you deliver our minds today from the lies of the wicked one, from the web of witchcraft? Father, we ask you to deliver us from the lies of the enemy, from the pit, from the snare of the fowler. Deliver us. Deliver us from the, the, the net that the enemy laid for us. We stepped right into it. We gave him our ear. We gave him our ear, God, and we ask you to forgive us and deliver. Forgive us and deliver us, God. We need your help. Speak the words of life to us. Let your truth permeate our soul. Let the light of your word shine brightly into our soul and send the darkness away. Father, we love you and we love your word. We love your truth. Your word is light. Your word is a lamp to our feet and a light unto our path. And we will choose to give our ear to you, to incline our ear to you, to meditate on your truth, which squeezes out the enemy's lies. Help us, Lord, to remember to turn to you at the very inkling of a thought that doesn't agree with your word. If it's not peace, if it's not joy, if it's not love, if it's not humility, if it's not a good report, if it's an evil report, it didn't come from you because every good and perfect gift comes from above. The father of lights and the father of lies is on the loose, releasing words of death, and we reject those. We renounce every lie that we believed now, even if we don't know what all those lies were, God. We renounce every lie of the enemy, We renounce every lie of the enemy right now. We break agreement with every lie of the enemy. All the enemy's ministry, we uproot it from our souls. All of the enemy's ministry, we uproot it from our thought processes. We uproot it from our mind, our will, our emotions, our imaginations, our reasoning, our intellect. We uproot the enemy's ministry. We evict the enemy from our mind in Jesus' name and all of the lies We forcefully evict you in Jesus' name. And Lord, we embrace your truth. Your word is truth. Sanctify us in your truth. Give us a hunger for your word that we would press past the faulty notions and the false concepts that the enemy has tripped us up with in the past. We'll press past those lies of the past and into the new glory, into the next faith, into the next strength, into the next hope, into the next victory, into the next breakthrough. That is your portion for us. We will not settle for anything less. We will not allow the enemy to continue his ministry in our lives. We stand against it. We don't receive it. We reject it in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you Lord for a fresh start. Come on. We thank you Lord for a fresh start. Today is a fresh start. Today is a new beginning. Your mercies are new every morning. Your grace is sufficient for this day. And so we're going to take this day as a new start, as a fresh beginning. I don't care what your yesterday looks like or what your past season looks like. Today you can decide, hear me, Today you can decide, no mas, devil, no more. I'm not allowing you to minister to me all day and night any longer. The Holy Spirit lives within me, and he will minister words of life to me. He will lead me and guide me into all truth. He will show me things to come. He will strengthen my heart. He will appropriate the grace that I need to walk through whatever challenges come my way this day. I give you praise, God. I give you praise, God, because today is a new beginning. Come on, I prophesied some months ago, we're in a season of new beginnings, or the season of the new day, I think it was, the season of the new day. Well, there you go. This is a new day. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. The Lord made yesterday, the devil got in the middle of it, and maybe it wasn't such a good day, but that's okay, because it's a new day. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Come hell or high water, whatever the enemy wants to minister to my soul, it's going to fall to the ground because God's mercy and his goodness and his blessings and his favor are my portion, and I will stand on the portion of the Lord. I will stand on my covenant rights. Come on, you need to talk back to the devil. Listen, David talked back to the devil, Goliath. Elijah didn't talk back to the devil Jezebel and look what happened. That one battle when Je- when Elijah didn't speak back to Jezebel, it ended his ministry as he knew it. David spoke back to the devil and it started his ministry as he knew it. It makes all the difference what you say in the midst of the battle. So, Father, set a guard over our mouth if we cannot yet praise you. Let our tongue cleave to the roof of our mouth if we cannot yet praise you. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be pleasing in your sight. We honor you and we love you, God. We will rejoice in you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Jesus. You're familiar with 1 Peter 4.12, Yes. King James, let go back to the King James, beloved, that's you. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing has happened to you. We do think it's strange, don't we? One moment, everything is going right. And the next thing, all hell has broken loose against us. We're not supposed to think it's strange, but we always do think it's strange. It seems to come out of nowhere. We weren't expecting it. Even if we were expecting it, most of the time we're not prepared for it. And we do think it's strange. I love the mouth New Testament translation of this word. Listen, dear friends, it's the same scripture in 1 Peter 4, 12. Dear friends, do not be, listen, do not be surprised at finding that that scorching flame of persecution is raging among you to put you to the test as though some surprising thing were accidentally happening to you. I love this translation because it's not an accident. Listen, the Lord allows things in your life, but he's not bringing the trial. He's allowing certain things to conform you into the image of Christ. Listen, if he allowed his own son to be crucified to save you... It's not, you know, unfair that you might have to have some things come in your life to make you more like him so that your witness might lead somebody else to the Lord. Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? Say amen. Friends, do not be surprised at finding that that scorching flame of persecution is raging among you to put you to the test as though some surprising thing were accidentally happening to you. It's not accidental. It's the devil God's not trying to teach us a lesson, but we need to learn one. I said, God's not trying to teach us a lesson, but we need to learn one. Come on. I said, God is not trying to teach us a lesson, but we need to learn one. You have to remember this. This is the key. And this is what we're going to pray through. Listen, Isaiah 43 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Listen. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep you over. Listen, when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. Beloved, you're going to walk through fire. There's no escaping it. Jesus is the way of escape. He'll bring you through the fire, but you will have to walk through the fire. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were stuck in the fire because they refused to compromise the word of God. It wasn't God's plan for them to go in the fire. It was the enemy that put them in the fire. But guess what? Jesus was in the fire with them. If you're going through a scorching trial, you have scorching fire coming against you. Remember when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. When you walk through a new living translation, when you walk through the fire of oppression, come on, when you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. When you walk through the fire, Berean Study Bible, when you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched. The flames will not set you ablaze. I know it feels like they will, but they won't. I know it feels like the trial will never end, but it will. I know it feels like nobody understands, but there's one who does. His name is Jesus. So, Father, we thank you. I thank you, Lord, that you are still a good, good father, even in the midst of the trial. We're not going to think it's strange. We're not going to think, oh, my gosh, oh, poor me, because you tell us in your word that no temptation has come upon man. That's, That's not something we all go through. We all go through it. 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 We're going to resist the enemy steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are being faced by our brothers and sisters around the world. No temptation has come upon us that's not common to man. So, Father, we're going to do this one thing. (laughs) We're going to do this one thing. We're going to know that you are with us in the fire. We're going to know that we will not be burned. We're going to know that we can trust you in the trial. And then we're going to, because of all these things, because we know that you're with us and because we know that we won't be burned. And because we know that you're with us in the trial, because we know you will deliver us because we know the fire is refining us. We're going to do this. We're going to greatly rejoice. (laughs) We're going to rejoice. So father, would you forgive us for having a wrong perspective of the trial And I know you will, because you get it. You understand how hot the fire is. You're aware of it. It doesn't escape you. You know what we're going through. You're watching over us carefully. So would you forgive us today for having a bad attitude in the midst of the trial? Come on. Would you forgive us today for feeling hopeless and helpless in the midst of a trial when God Almighty dwells on the inside of us? You're just as close as we want you to be, and you're a very present help in time of need. Would you forgive us, Lord, for not running to you? in the fire for not crying out to you in faith in the fire for crying out with complaints and for crying out with grumblings and moanings for crying out with everything, but a prayer of faith that would bring us comfort. Would you forgive us God for forgetting that you are with us that you will never leave us or forsake us even to the end of the age. Would you forgive us Lord? The fire is so hot. The trial is so deep. Sometimes we just forget what we know. (laughs) Lord, we just forget in that moment. Our minds have not been completely renewed to some of these concepts, to some of these truths. And sometimes when the fire gets hot, we can't focus on you. Well, all we can do is focus on the fire and we don't want to be like that. So strengthen us, grow us up Lord. we don't want to waste this trial. We don't want to waste this fire. Let it refine us because we know there's another fire coming. We know there's another scorching heat the enemy has planned to turn it up under us. We know that. We know that life is a series of breakthroughs and trials. <laughs> life is a series of persecutions and victories. It's just one after another a challenge and a, and, a, and a win, a challenge and an overcoming. So, Father, help us, Lord, to see from a different perspective, to rejoice in the trial, not for the trial, but in the trial, to greatly rejoice. Paul in the jail in Philippi, or Paul in the jail in, uh, uh, it was in Philippi, and he was up to his waist in human sewage, and he said, rejoice. And again, I say, rejoice. Can you imagine? We've never been through a trial quite like that. We've never hung on a cross. Peter hung on a cross upside down. I imagine he was rejoicing in the Lord. So we praise you because you will deliver us from the mouth of the lion. We praise you because you will deliver us from the scorching fire. We praise you because you will deliver us from the disease. We praise you because you will deliver us from the hand of the enemy. We praise you because you will deliver us from the strife in the workplace. We praise you because you will deliver us from depression We praise you because whatever trial we're going through, we can count on you to deliver us because you said that you would. You call yourself our deliverer after all. You called yourself that before we ever called you that. You told us that's one of your names. You are the deliverer. David cried out to you and you delivered him. And we know that when we cry out to you, you're going to deliver us because you're no respecter of persons. You will not let more come upon us than we can bear. But with every temptation, there is a way of escape. His name is Jesus. And so we're going to follow you. We're going to follow your word. We're going to walk in your spirit. We're going to walk in love. We're going to walk in truth. We reject the enemy's ministry. Full sail. We reject the enemy's ministry, and we rejoice in the ministry of the Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you minister to us, that you comfort us. That you speak words of life to us that you show us a better way, that you teach us, that you lead us, that you guide us. We're so grateful that your banner over us is love. We thank you, Lord, today that your banner over us is love. Whatever we're going through, whatever we're walking through, whatever we're crawling through, (laughs) stumbling through, failing through, thank you, Lord, that you will never leave us or forsake us. You are committed to us you're faithful even when we're not faithful you're faithful you've not gone anywhere you're never going anywhere there's nowhere that we can go where your presence cannot be found so we give you praise and honor and glory we rejoice in you in jesus name amen and amen isn't god good Come on, he's good. Remember that. The enemy wants to cause you to second-guess God. That's what happened in the garden. That was one of the enemy's original strategies to get Eve to doubt God. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer,